the world gets in my way I need to make a getaway So I ride down that old dirt road The same place I always go It does it so good sometimes To be alone from time to time Take the time and let it all go Watch the world go by real slow Hey everybody, welcome back to Last Hobo's Ramble. I'm John. I'm Adam. And this is the Last Hobo's Ramble where we talk about various subjects, most to do with Texas, greatest state, country, and the world. Start off with a little Texas political humor. The great philosopher Aztex. How you like that name? A-Z-E-X. Easy. Aztecs once observed, there ought to be a law in Texas that limit no more than two people can run for office at the same time. If more than two run, it makes it hard to pick the lesser of two evils. <laughs> That's fair. You got to pick the lesser of the three, huh? That's right. That's right. You've seen the one Terry had out there, right? There's a, there's three kinds of people in the world. Those who, like can, that. those who can count and those who can't. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we, know, we know where they're at. <laughs> I think he said his uncle used to say that. Right. Uh, uh, hey, what do you got for us today, man? Well, I was going to tell them real quick. Don't forget, you can <clears throat> catch the podcast, rss.com backslash podcasts backslash last hobos ramble. Uh, you get us on Facebook, Last Hobos Ramble, Instagram, uh, Twitter, X, whatever Elon's calling it now, uh, Cousin Elon, and uh, several different places. You can also uh, listen to us on any of your... Tickety-tockety. Tickety-tockety, yep. Hey, uh, we got a pretty good following on Tickety-tockety right now, so I mean, I know the videos are a little different than what you hear on here. But they're pretty humorous. They're stories from a uh, old man at the coffee shop, and I get to call him old man Adam Don because I'm getting older, and you know, kind of starting to fit in around there maybe a little bit. But, yeah. Uh, uh, yep. Uh, you catch us on any of your favorite podcast platforms, and also on YouTube. Uh, if you don't, if you're not a podcast listener, you can still go to YouTube and look us up, Last Hobo's Ramble, and uh, the podcast will play on there. Now, I did have someone ask, was there going to be video on YouTube or just sound? And I, I think right now it's just sound, correct? Yeah, it'll just be sound. We do have a couple of videos posted that are just clips of us doing the podcast. But right now, nobody's offering us any modeling contracts over us over it, so... We don't want to abuse you too much uh, showing you, John. So, Especially, early, we do this early in the morning. so That's correct. That is <clears throat> way before we get to put our makeup on or anything like that. Right. I'm going to learn about them filter things one day. I was uh, trying to find a filter yesterday. All I found was a Fram fit old Chevrolet. But Nice <laughs> thing, son. I put a filter on the other day. I look like... Uh, my daughter likes to play with Snapchat. I put a filter on the other day, and it's supposed to make you prettier. It made me look like Lizzo. I well, know, you know, I mean, you've seen filters before, right? These girls that have filters, and and I and I say girls because you and I get uh, TikToks and stuff, and I know we've talked about it before. So I'm sure there's some guys that use them, but we're familiar with the, the women that use them. Have you ever seen? someone that was on TikTok and used a filter and then you've seen them in real life and you're wondering who, who are they i don't know who that person is yeah they did not look nothing like not even close you know and here's a here's a warning to all the younger guys okay i put that pretty filter on there and the first thing it did was delete my beard and my mustache <laughs> so Think about think about that uh, when y'all looking at all the TikToks and the girls and the filters there. 
they could have a full-blown beard and a mustache. You don't know. Is that why the women don't have beards anymore? <laughs> Whiskers. It may Whiskers. be. It, it may be that it's made it way harder for Barnum and Bailey to find their uh, sideshow folks. That's wow. Yeah, and with all this new stuff that's come out with these computers, it's it's a lot of fake stuff out there, of course, you know. But uh, <laughs> I'd hate to be I, on the I'd hate to be on the dating scene now. Oh, it'd have to be horrible, wouldn't it? You yeah. don't know what you're gonna get or who or you know. So yeah. Wow. I'd say I took, took your beard uh, completely away. Took really. Your beard. I didn't know you. I didn't know it would do that. You know, you keep me up to date on a lot of this stuff, so well, I don't Maddie, do that. Maddie likes it. I'm not a Snapchatter, but Amber right. Ambrose sent me stuff on like old older pictures of the kids when they were growing up. She sent me one Harley when he got his first bow and arrow. Uh, him out in the yard showing Maddie how to use it. That was a. 10 years ago, well, no, probably not that long, probably eight years ago, photo. But she sends me stuff like that pretty regular. <clears throat> That's really the only reason I even keep it. I don't get anything from anybody else, which is fine. But Right. Uh, I don't know. I never have been a Snapchatter. It doesn't interest yeah. me. I, a lot of this stuff is not really uh, my cup of tea, but at the same time, you know, it's the only way to uh communicate anymore yeah I, I was a i was a little wary of snapchat when it first came out because their whole selling point was uh send video, send videos and pictures that delete after so much time and i'm like right yeah i don't know why you would well i do know why you would but yeah i don't i don't recommend it Parents, don't let your kids play on Snapchat too much. No, because there's a lot of bad stuff. All these apps, I tell you the truth, the only way I ever got on TikTok when Amanda was still in high school, she had gotten, uh, wanted to put TikTok on her phone. So I went and put TikTok on my phone so I, <clears throat> so I could see what she was doing. Yep. You know, and it, some people are like, well, you're, you know, you're checking up on your kids. Well, people, if you're not checking up on your kids, you're doing them a disservice. Absolutely. You only get, get one chance to make a mistake. Absolutely. <clears throat> and, uh, hey, man, there's there's way more people out there after your kids uh, in bad ways than there are people after your kids in good ways. Exactly. Uh, when I was coming up through school, you know, we would have youth pastors from the local church would come and Every now and then, eat lunch in the cafeteria and talk to people, uh, the kids, you know. And <clears throat> you don't have that now. I mean, I still, I never even went to this guy's church, but I still remember one of the youth pastors here and well, I was around the Silsby area. He used to come up to the school quite a bit, man. I, I knew his, and still know his name to this day, would recognize him if I saw him out in public. But I, it, that said a lot, but you don't have yeah. that. Yeah. You don't yep. have it. It's, don't have it as much as you used to. Uh, kids need good examples. Yeah, speaking of examples, I'm going to let that segue into, uh, I sent you a, I don't know, man, Facebook article about Sam Williams. Did you get a chance to read that? Sam Williams. Grandson of Hank Williams Jr., so great grandson of Hank Sr. I'm going to go ahead and say I did not. So he's in the lineage, direct lineage of Hank Williams, you know, and he has that look kind of like Hank 3 has, where he really looks more like Hank than than he probably should. But there's a a thing on there where he, he was telling... Someone, I think he was overseas performing, and he told him that he liked boys and he liked singing country music. So, you know, following in that, I guess, Tyler Childress vein of what we said, that this was going to open gates for several people who may not have come out, you know, with either homosexual or bisexual or whatever, transsexuals, whatever, you don't know. 
that's that's what we're seeing. We're about to see. I think we're going to see country music get inundated with more and more people coming out as either homosexual, transsexual, pansexual, whatever. So I thought that was interesting, you know, because that's just right on the heels of the Tyler Childers thing. So yeah, you got a seatbelt. Put it on. Well, I, <laughs> country music hasn't been country music for a long time, so. Well, I like the way Ray Wiley Hubbard put it. You know, country music went to hell when Johnny Cash quit taking pills. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that might be a little over the line, but it's it's not too far from wrong either. Yeah. yeah. I, I think he probably. Uh, We've said this before on here. Uh, people who are artistic tend to be, for the most part, more liberal. With They're the very liberal. Uh, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with being, you know, if you want to be liberal, that's fine. Uh, the problem that I have and what little I have dealt with liberals, I don't know, they seem to avoid me. Uh, thank you, Lord. But they seem to avoid me for some reason. Is that... Uh, they want me to change everything in my lifestyle to fit yes. their lifestyle, and I don't want to change anything. And I try to tell them, you know, I'm all about, I love people to go hunting and fishing, but I don't require it. Right. You're not a hunter. Nope. We still get along fine, right? Get along just fine. I've never given you crap about not going hunting. Uh, I don't require people to do things that I like for me to be their friend or be to, to like them. You know what I mean? You know, you know, now that helps that you have things in common. Like we both like fishing. Yep. And my thing but, is not my, my, my objection to hunting is not a moral not a, one. Yeah, it's, it's not. I totally get it. I, I, I will still eat all the, the meat and everything that Harley and his pup all bring home. Uh, but yeah, I'm mean, just not, just not interested to be, to be perfectly honest, probably cause I have just a soft heart for the animals. Right. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I do not yeah. have a soft heart for the fishes. I've got a clogged arteries from eating fried fishes. Mm-hmm. So, well, I understand that. Release them in the Crisco Bay, right? Correct, correct. They come right. out nice and crispy. That's right. And hey, when yeah. you're finished, if you fry them on the bone, you use the bone, the the, the whole skeleton as a comb for your That's hair. right. Just like the cartoon. That's correct. Now, having said that, I'd like to put, put it out there that me and Adam are both, we are, uh, we are not picky about the fish. Fresh water, salt water, mixed water, you know. We'll fish in any of it. We'll eat any of them fish just about. Uh, so, whatever you know, we can get, whatever we can get to eat, we'll eat. Right now, we do have preference, so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, like bass is pretty much the bottom of my list on all fish, but. Here's you another little one-liner, buddy. It said, "If God isn't a longhorn, why are the sunsets burn orange?" And you know, <laughs> starting fights everywhere I go, ain't I? No, you ain't starting one here. I was just thinking, uh, <laughs> but I'm not gonna go into to what the old Longhorn uh, campus <laughs> campus was protesting guns with a few years ago. Yeah, I, I'm with you. They're not uh, the speaking of liberals. And, you know, the funny thing is I have two nieces that went out there, you know, and they're just as bright and smart a people as you ever want to meet. But, man, you could see a change in their thinking when they come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. They 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 grew up here in Sabine County, very conservative. And, uh, you know, but that's that's what you do. You go out and you live your life like everybody else is supposed to. So. Right. Yep. The uh, thing I learned in college that I'll always remember the most is 
you know you're surrounded by some really smart people and you sit there and on a daily basis you you have very very intelligent people lecture to you about things uh what i will say is that that what i learned was just because you're really really intelligent about some things doesn't mean you're right about everything well it's like smoking and the bandit you know if there's a scene in there where they're trying <laughs> go to ahead. go ahead i gotta hear this if they're compatible <laughs> Hang on, hang on. Buford T. Justice wasn't in this one, so you probably don't. He wasn't in this thing. You probably missed it, though. Where him and, and Frogger are down by the lake taking a break, and they're talking about are they compatible or not, you know? And she starts asking if I think he knows who Andrew Lloyd Webber is, and has he ever seen a chorus line? I, I may be off with it, something like that. So he starts asking her about baseball players and uh race car drivers and you know people like that in his his circle and he told us that see depending on where you're standing just how dumb you really are so you know everybody has intelligence in certain areas and realms uh, but that don't mean that they're they're geniuses all the way around so take people for what they are man just people yeah yeah so I don't know. I don't know how to answer the question of sending your kids off to, to liberal college, and, and they're all well, liberal. I'm not picking on. I think they find one that's not anymore a public school anyway. Yeah. So. Yep. It's just been inundated with people who. I don't know. When I was when I was teaching, I did my best to. Uh, I, I think the kids knew where I, where I shook out on the side of the topics because I taught high school but I did my best to be fair about it uh, be what Fox News is not right fair and balanced and I try to stick with the facts because here's the deal I taught history and I taught English and both of those two things you can do you can present the facts without having to go into your personal opinions on it. And so I don't think that the liberal people do that. I think when they get in the classroom, they put their spin on everything intentionally. Uh, and while I may have accidentally every now and then had some nuances in the way I presented things, uh, I don't, I never did it intentionally. And Hey, looking out across it because a lot of those students I still get to see their lives on Facebook and all that you know they turned out how they were going to turn out regardless of any kind of influence I had on them anyway so yeah you you probably still see some of your students around town though right no not recently okay well, I mean, you're from what? I mean, you're from down around Sealsby area, and yeah, it's uh, small. It's still small town area. I taught a little further north than that, so yeah. Uh, last time I, matter of fact, last time I saw one was uh, one of the young men there in Port Arthur when I went to eat with you and uh, one of the guys we worked with. I remember. Do you uh, where did you teach at Warren? Uh, up in Woodville. Woodville, okay. Woodville. Woodward. Right. Warren's where Mr. George went to school. Yeah. He, he did not finish, but uh, I think they probably asked him to leave after some of the stories I heard. He, <laughs> he, he still did 70, okay. I think he turned 77 yesterday, little buddy. There you go. He's yeah. still, he still did okay for himself. He's done good. I think, you know, I think he's going to make it. There I think he'll go. be all right. Uh, you know, he's having... Some issues with his eyes, which bothers him, uh, but his mind is still sharp, man. That's what matters. Because he was telling me he cut a piece of, uh, Mr. George used to have a sawmill, if y'all don't know. Him. Uh, he was telling me about a place he had cut, clear cut, and how many acres it was, and how much it cost him an acre. And then he kind of got quiet and he goes, that was, I think, in 1978. 
like, what? So yeah, you know, that's pretty sharp mind. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's bit. he's still sharp on things, man. But sounds, uh, sounds like it. Yeah. And uh, some more local news, brother Kevin, that we spoke about last week. Uh, if any of y'all prayed for him and sent well wishes out, we appreciate it. He came home two weeks after having a double lung transplant. And from what little I know about, that's pretty amazing deal. So we appreciate everybody remembering him and also remembering the donor family. Thank the Lord, man. That's that's impressive. And yeah, and if you know, if you never thought about being a donor, which I never really put much stock into it, maybe maybe something to think about. Well, I actually am a donor. Uh, <laughs> what are you gonna donate? I don't know what'll be useful, but <laughs> I know what won't. Have mercy. I, I don't know what would be useful. My liver shot. My eyeballs don't work right. My allergies suck. I don't even know what you would get out of your allergies. My lung yeah. capacity. My lungs are probably pretty good if you wanted to, <laughs> t- to take them and exercise with them. They, there you never, go. They don't get exposed to a lot of that. There you go. Uh, Man, well, and you got no neck. They can't get anything out of there. That's right. Head sitting on a body. Oh. God have mercy. So I don't know what they can do with that. You know, I I'm with you. I would I would donate, but I don't know what they get. I'm going. My eyesight's getting worse every day. I know my liver's probably not in real good shape because uh, they told me I need to go on a diet. It's fatty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm, uh, I mean, if I, you, I'm just I'm, suspecting that my kidneys are not anything but two rocks back there anymore uh, because of the dr pepper (laughs) dr pepper so i don't know what they would take but i mean i guess my heart you know i take a medication to slow it down because it's stupid it tries to go so fast all the time so i'm i don't know you know i'm interviewing friends if you want to email me at (laughs) last last hobos ramble at gmail.com I say we do this, man. Let's put a thing up there, and they get to tell us what body part they might need or want, and we'll tell them how bad ours are. Uh, if any of y'all are into scrap metal, you can get the titanium when I'm gone. Uh, it ought to be worth something. Don't laugh. You're going to have your knees done one day, so keep on. Yeah. Oh, hmm. Well, that's good. I'm real, real happy for Brother Kevin. That's uh, yeah. I was just trying to figure out how we got off on this. Thank you for bringing that back. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope to speak with Brother Kevin in person this week, and uh, you know, maybe in maybe in the future when he feels like he can talk for a little while, uh, maybe we can get him to come on the show and and kind of talk us through what you know what went what's happened there and how he's dealt with it because it's got to be a lot of ups and down emotionally and uh strain on family uh, maybe yeah. he maybe he can con- convince us to you know that we should all be organ donors so yeah. i don't know it's different when it hits close to home yeah yeah Thank the Lord for good news on that front. Yeah, you know, Dwight, uh, Dwight Eisenhower once said, an atheist is a man who watches a Notre Dame SMU football game and doesn't care who wins. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I got jokes this morning, people. You got jokes <laughs> this morning. That's a I don't think anybody'd be mad at you. Uh, so if, if I can jump back over to Mr. George this week, uh, buddy, I've known you for years and I've never seen you jump, but you go ahead. I'm gonna crow hop. You hippity hoppity right on over there. That's right. Uh, we rode down to 
part of the National Forest, uh, Sabine National Forest, I guess, what it would be there. And he was showing me the road and where they were going to be putting in this new park. You know, Louisiana has Cypress Bend Park, and that's where all the Bassmasters and fishing tournaments go to weigh in because they have real nice facilities, real nice boat ramps, weigh-in facilities, things like that. Well, we don't have anything like that over here. So even when the McDonald's comes to Toledo Bend, they go to Cypress Bend over there. And uh, we, we feel like, I guess, we've all felt like we've been missing out on revenue and things from it for years. But Sabine River Authority is putting in a park that's supposed to, to be a rival to that or be a counterpart to that. I don't know if it's going to be a rival. I don't, it's because the Sabine River Authority is on both sides of the lake, Louisiana and Texas. But uh, they're going to be putting in a big park, big facility. I think it's going to take up 200 acres. So we rode down and looked, and you can see where they're actually clearing the land and such. And they got their, uh, their stormwater pollution prevention programs uh, fence up there, Adam. You'd be glad to know that. Uh, didn't see the board with the permit yet, but I did see the fence. Uh, so, but uh, no, it's a big area, and they're going to be adding on, uh, added, working on it over the next couple years, and uh, hopefully it'll bring some revenue and things into uh, Sabine County and Toledo Bend. And uh, uh, Mr. George was gracious enough to tell me and show me what he knew about it. So. You know, I always appreciate getting to go on these little trips and learn things that you don't know. Which for me, the things I don't know is just as big as the universe. You know. Huh. Well, that's good, though. That'd be nice to have a new facility, especially on this side of the river. I think it'll be great, you know. I do. I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be good. I've been over to Cypress Bend. It's real nice. Cypress Bend uh, is a nice facility, man. So are they going to have uh, camping spaces on this side as well? Is that the They plan? are supposed to have camping spaces on this side, as far, from what I understand. A boat ramp, like a, a big boat ramp like Cypress Bend, I think probably be five lanes or something. You know, so you, you don't get clogged up, people coming in and out. Uh Probably uh, someone said they're even going some point going to put in a golf course like they have over there. Everything. So, uh, nice. uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's really a it could really be a shot in the arm for for our part of the, the lake here. You know, yeah. and that, that is John, John going to take up golf. I'm, I'm with Mark Twain on golf. You know, golf is just a good way to run a walk. So, no, I'm not taking up golf. Uh, <laughs> you said, uh, are they going to have RV and camping parking? Well, down this road, there's a lot of private land down it. I, well, I don't know if it's a lot, but there's some private land down it. So, I would imagine that if this goes, continues to go like it is, you might see rv park or a uh, uh camping spots things like that pop up maybe a convenience store in there you know i don't know you know uh they're gonna do so much for the putting in the park but me and Mr. george talked about that a lot of the stuff that comes around that is up to the individuals you know if someone wants to put in a, a store down there or an RV park, that's up to the private individuals a lot of times. So I yeah. think uh, I think you might see that, though. It seems like something that would just be common sense, you know, to me. Yeah, just a place um, to prove. Right. Uh, and it's down a, a long dirt road right now, but uh, Mr. George said he believed they was going to pave that road all the way in. So big yeah. plus there sure they will you know those people get those eighty thousand dollar phoenix boats don't want to pull them down that dirt road i don't know why they'll run over a stump in them in a heartbeat right so. it's more lower units in the the lake than there oh. are fish 
Well, out there going to, to Pendleton, there's an old bridge underwater, which is marked very well. But I was told one time that there's a, a man that goes to diving out there ever so often gets the props and stuff. So Everybody got to have a hobby. Everybody needs a hobby. Oh, wow. Well, that's good, though. I mean, I, I don't know. I ain't going to get into it, but nah, that'd be good. That'd be a good shot in the arm for Sabine County and... Oh, I, I promise you, I could sit here and get into the bad part of it, too, you know. But weekend, I'm not going to. The weekend warriors, tournament yeah. fishermen, and all that. I, I just don't even want to get into it. It's it's a touchy subject. So, so this last week, we crossed the 123rd anniversary of the Galveston Hurricane of 1900. Worst natural disaster? Is that? Yes, it was the uh, worst in history. Worst natural disaster to uh, ever hit the North American continent. Uh, there's a a book of essays uh, all about Texas uh, essays. It's called the Texas Vistas, V uh, I S T A S. And uh, vistas or a, vistas? Vistas, vistas. I'll say vistas, but okay uh there's a a really good uh essay in there about the storm and i can't remember the guy's name but he was a meteorologist at the time they didn't really have meteorologists per se but uh as a profession but kind of what he did uh dabbled in it a little bit and uh he he kept trying to tell them that they had this storm on the way and just didn't, didn't work out too well ended up uh it, it struck galveston on the 8th of september in 1900 and a whole third of the city was destroyed between six and eight thousand people died uh the whole island was underwater at one point <clears throat> And even at that time, the property loss was estimated at $30 million. Uh, of course, led to the creation of the seawall that they have now. Uh, and honestly, since then, probably hasn't hasn't ever seen a storm that would even come close uh, to that one since. Uh, but... I will say this, they, they do a good job of trying to prepare that area for stuff like this. There have been a lot of projects here recently, dredging projects that, that seek to extend the beach out from the seawall. Uh, Galveston's a very unique place, uh, great place to visit. Uh, it's not branded. Fred, that that's the reason that Galveston is one of the most haunted places in the United States also. That they there were so many people killed. They didn't have refrigeration. Of course, power was out also for I don't know how long what power they had. And they were going to gather bodies up and bury them. And being September in Texas, it still gets hot. And the bodies were starting to... Uh, decomposed and I believe the mayor gave the order to bury them where they lay and that's why when you hear about someone building a new building they'll start doing the civil work on it and they'll find three or four bodies out there you know so it usually it used to make the news you know because people were like oh it's a mass grave but well yeah it was a mass grave but we don't know who was buried there when we know when but so, uh, anyway, they're supposed to be one of the most haunted places there is. And if you're into paranormal, that might be a place to go check out. Adam and I, we we got this thing. We don't run, you know, because it's, it's kind of a form of exercise. And we're totally against that. But we're not, we're not going anywhere that something can chase us in the middle of the night out of a motel room. So, it's not for me. Plus, we have uh, built-in snoring mechanisms that scare all the ghosts away anyway. So. 
Yeah, it sounded like they were in a machine shop, I promise you. Right. So also, uh, just to just just something to keep in mind, you know, we've had a really mild hurricane season, to be honest. Uh, it's almost been non-existent. Exactly, and the reason that we probably most of the reason that we haven't had anything in Texas, I know Florida dealt with one, but uh, is because of the high pressure and the drought, which we've all hated, to be honest, but. Might not have been a bad trade-off if we didn't get a hurricane that, that destroyed a bunch of stuff. So, uh, good Lord knows what he's doing, you know. So. That's right. Uh, also, on the 12th here, uh, in 1909, Kenneth Threadgill was born. Uh, moved to Austin in 1933 and was working at a service station. Bought the place he was working, turned it into a tavern, you know. Yep. And uh, eventually became a, a musical venue. They saw acts like Joplin and oh, several of the others. Everyone, man. Yeah, everybody came through. Um, uh, Gwen and I were eating down there one time. He had two, there were two thread gills eventually. And we were at the one down on Congress Street. Yeah, right across the bridge. Yeah. And uh, Ray Benson was out there walking around, you know, from asleep at the wheel. And he's kind of hard to miss because I think he's like 6'5 or 6'7. He's a big, tall guy. Dang. But, uh, yeah, he was out there just kind of milling around, talking to people. I guess they were going to play that night or something where he was. And just, But, yeah, I think Ray Gills was a, it's a landmark establishment. Yep. And the food, the food was just awesome. I mean, it really was. I don't hadn't been there in a long time, so. He yeah. really, really was pretty quiet on the national scene until about early 1980s. And uh, I think him and Willie Nelson, they sang Honeysuckle Rose, or sang in the, the, the movie. Honeysuckle Rose, yep. Sang in there together, and uh <clears throat> Even if you don't really know the name or recognize the name Kenneth Threadgill, you, you definitely have heard some of his uh, some of his music that he wrote or his songs that he wrote, right? Uh, yeah, he, he was he was part of that whole Austin scene throughout the '60s, '70s, and '80s. Silver-haired daddy of mine. Uh, mm -hmm. T for Texas, T for Tennessee. That's probably the most well-known one, I would imagine. Now, that I thought was the Jimmy Rogers song, isn't it? Yeah, they, or is they, it just part of They took part of it and made the other one. Maybe. I don't know. They credit it to him. but Okay. Well, maybe it may be it's something different I'm thinking about. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's research that when we get done. Yeah, we will. Uh, okay. But, yeah. So, he, I think he died in 1987. Threadgill's, I believe, is still there. It's just not a tavern anymore. It's Threadgill's restaurant. Right. Right. They do serve alcohol, but it's... Yeah. I think probably more wine than anything now. I think the Lone Star beer is gone by the wayside. Oh, Lone Star's still around, I think. Well, but I mean, as popularity goes. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, more, more popular than Bud Light right now. Anyway, uh, so uh, this one is, is slightly humorous, and only because of the passage of time, because three people actually died, but it, it kind of, this kind of relates to John and I's outside careers. 126 years ago, on the 15th, there was a, uh, an event that was put on, it was a a staged uh, PR stunt, more or less, and a little bit north of Waco, about 15 miles in McLennan County. It was called the Crash at Crush, and it was a publicity stunt for the Katy Railroad, uh, where they decided they were going to crash two railroad engines into one another, and the 
non-existent town of Crush, Texas. Uh, so they made up the town name in the middle of the county in the middle of nowhere. Uh, they started a bunch of really elaborate preparations, did a lot of publicity surrounding it, and when it came time to crash the locomotives, uh, they had about 40,000 there to witness the event. Uh, they started a two-mile run on the engines, one of them bright green and one of them bright red, and they met in crush, fiery crash. Might be where we get that famous math equation, right? If a right. <laughs> anyway, uh, the what answer time do they both get to crush? That's, that's right. In the the simple answer to the question, the equation is that flying debris killed three people, <clears throat> injured six more, and uh, by the time nightfall came, they had completely abandoned the scene. Uh, of course, you do get uh, uh, a march, I think, by Scott Joplin called Great Crush Collision eventually out of it. But, wow. So, just, just so morons 126 years ago, right? Invited a bunch of uh, civilians to see a publicity stunt that killed three of them, injured six. Just keep in mind, folks. I got a, I got a question for you, man. And I know you don't have the answer, but just something to think about. You crashed two locomotives into each other. That had to be pretty expensive. Yes. You know? My, my, my guess, my guess is that these were two that they had planned to scrap anyway. Well, okay. <laughs> they got them running just enough that they could have their little stunt but here's my here's my question John and Adam are in the taxi business John is it great publicity to show everybody us crashing two taxis into one another not in my opinion okay but, anyway yeah. I, th I thought it was pretty ridiculous uh, clearly they didn't know much about safety back in the day well it was probably some wackos from waco man could have been wow they even have the numbers number 999 was green and the number 1001 was red flying debris how close were you standing to by the way right i mean i'm not look we're talking about <clears throat> 1896. These things These were steam been, engines, man. Yes, they couldn't have been. Oh, you with. actually had two boilers that could explode. Yeah, that's true, but at the same time, like. Well, I mean, you had to have a head of steam on them to get them to run. Yep. So when they're running toward each other, you have two live boilers. Yep. So you could have a pretty good. Apparently, you do have a pretty good explosion. I'll tell you what, looking back, maybe some of the stuff I did wasn't so stupid. Correct. Wow. There's probably still a crater out there in Crush. I'm not going to look for it. Me either. Probably got a subdivision built over the top of it now. Waco has expanded a lot over the last few years, if you didn't know. Yes, I have noticed. <coughs> I have it's, noticed. It's come a long way since Billy Most Joe was there. Yeah, most places have, though, you know it. Correct. Hmm. Wow. I don't have any strange news today. I do have some coming up, but I don't have any for today. Gotcha. Um, upcoming events, it's kind of slow right now. Uh, I think we're, we're getting to that point where it's into summer going into early fall. Fall's normally a... I don't want to say it's slow for music events, but... Well, it's anyway, mostly festivals and things. You got a lot of festivals, yeah. And so, you don't... I don't know. Uh, at the end of the month, I think the 29th, you got Dos Barachos, right? which is Kevin Fowler and Roger Krieger 
I'm going to be in Spring, Texas. Um, remember the venue. I can't remember the venue. While you're looking, I will throw out there that if you haven't heard the great songwriter John Hyatt, who wrote wrote so many great songs, uh, he was hiking and fell off of the trail, and apparently I think he broke a hip and some other things, and they had to get you know a rescue in there to get him back and get him up the hill and everything, but. I think he's doing well now, so uh, he's, I'm not sure how old he is. I would say he's too old to be falling off the edge of cliffs or hills, you know. Hiking's bad for you, ladies and gentlemen. Any way you look at it. Correct. Uh, Dos Brachos is going to be at Sawyer Park Ice House in Spring, Texas. Hmm. September the 29th, if you've never seen, uh, I have never seen them together, but I have seen Kevin Fowler individually and he puts on a great show uh real down-to-earth guy uh, i like roger krieger as well uh i might like kevin fowler a little better but uh roger krieger's had some really good songs uh most probably the biggest song he ever hit was this song about uh oh everclear yeah, it's the Everclear song. So, uh, but yeah, he he's a good songwriter, a good singer, kind of a unique individual in his own way too. You know, he flies his own planes. So, after Roger. he wrote the Everclear song, I wouldn't get on a plane with him. But hey, Roger, 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 don't get on the planes, man. <laughs> if you're a musician, don't get just on the plane very well. Just yeah, doesn't end well. Well, anyway, anyway, so Roger, don't get on the airplanes or the helicopters. Uh, I mean, I, I go down the list, right? Uh, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, Leonard Skinner, Leonard Skinner, Patsy Klein, Stevie Patsy, Ray Vaughan, Stevie Ray Vaughan, John Denver, uh, yeah. Randy Rhodes, the stealth yeah. planes, man. Yep. So back to my, my thing here about worrying about Adam. His wife puts on Facebook, anytime I get new dish towels, Adam always asks me if he can use it or if it's for him to just look at and wish he could use it. Now, I ask you, Adam, is this true? It is true. When I'm with you on it, buddy, I don't understand the purpose of a dish towel you can't use. Hey, but thing, thing is that's why I worry fun. about you. Those kind of remarks. She publicizes her remarks. Well, that's fine. I mean, yeah. but at, here's the deal. I guarantee you if we polled 85% of everybody would say, yeah, you should be able to use a towel if it's there for use, if it's available for use. Like, same thing with the bathroom towels, okay? If you got, if you're one of those, we are not, but if you're one of those families that have the fancy uh, monogram towels in your bathroom, don't invite me to your house because I'm going to use that towel. Yeah, I'm going to wipe my hands on it. Better have a sign or something. Yeah. Remember your grandmother had little decorative soaps. That's the, that's oh, I the, thought those come out of the motel. What's the, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard, a decorative soap. They were yeah. Like, shaped like little seashells. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Why are the bathrooms always decorated in beach themes? That's, oh, the, that's, stuff, that's the stuff that keeps us up at night, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we talk, we'll talk about this for an hour, I guarantee you. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> we'll spare you. We will spare yeah. you, folks. Well, oh. I guess that's about it, John. I don't I won't see anything else here. Well, all right, y'all. If, uh, if you got any questions or comments, send them over to, uh, to our email. And uh, we'll get those to you if uh, you go check us out on TikTok, Facebook. As uh, Adam said earlier, you can also go to uh, the RSS 
dot com, I think, forward slash. I don't know, Adam, you can give it to them. I, don't I thought I had it memorized, but I don't. <laughs> it's rss.com backslash last hobos ramble. Back, oh, well, I messed it up too. So, uh huh. It's rss.com backslash podcasts backslash last hobos ramble. Yeah, and like you said, send us an email, drop us a line, uh, tell us what you'd like to hear us talk about, uh, what you'd like our opinion about if you're that brave. Um, the email address is lasthobosramble at gmail.com. <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, we'd like to see some audience interaction there. Uh, we know y'all are out there because we see it when you download it. So, yeah, hey, so right sub- now we've never had any audience interaction. So, subscribe, uh, review, uh, give us a star or two, whatever you got to do. But any any uh, any information, feedback we can get is, is going to help us out. So help us out with that. Appreciate y'all listening and and your support. Hey, if you don't fit in anywhere else, come hang out with us. Roll down the windows, turn up the radio. Just can't.